Wow, Carl Brock, you've done it again. The Gut Healing Summit is here, featuring 16 leading experts sharing groundbreaking information on the gut and microbiome. Now, these experts include Dr. Perlmutter, Pete Evans, and a range of your favorite wellness couch hosts, including me, Damien Christoph, also Cindy O'Meara and Joe Witten. Recorded in beautiful HD high-quality video interviews, Kale and his expert guests distill microbiome research into an actionable, comprehensive message for you to improve your health and well-being today. Now, just go to www.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash gut health and you'll get free access to the Wellness Summit Home Study Package just for signing up. That's right. So if you go to www.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash gut health, not only do you get the Gut Summit videos and interviews free, but you will also get access to the Wellness Summit Home Study Package free just for signing up. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the incredible, the sensational, the inspiring, the informational, educational co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is, he's a beautiful soul. He's Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, legend. I'm Marcus Pierce. Thank you, mate. You are, you are one of God's gifts to this world, mate. You oh, are really just... a really nice thing to say. Really well, nice. you know, no word of a lie. No word of a lie. Gifts often come in twos. That'll be you and I, wouldn't it? Oh, I love it. The bromance just continues to develop. Keeps Do you know what Darby? And creamier. <laughs> Do you know what Darby said to me yesterday in the car? No. Nah, what did he say? I was picking the kids up. No. Nah. He said, Daddy, guess what? And I said, what, mate? He said, you're married to a man. And I said, who? And he said, Damo. <laughs> 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 oh, she was better not tell mum about that. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, gosh, yes, how did he yes. work that out from such a long way away? I know, Amazing. I know. He's figured it He's out, clever. the smart boy. He's clever. That's it. Don't tell Amber. Don't tell Seb. It's our little so- secret. <laughs> it's our little secret. <laughs> and our listeners. So um, you were sharing with me a fascinating story uh, recently, oh, an well. off-air conversation, which we like to bring off-air conversations into the on-air realm. Oh, we do, don't we? Oh, we certainly do, particularly you. And um, uh, just just fill our listeners <laughs> in. Mean, it was particularly me bringing them on air, or because you're bringing this one on air. I wasn't going to bring this on air, but you. No, yes, you were. You you don't lie. You said let's do a podcast so about you... it. Well, not trying to wriggle about out, this trying to wriggle line. out of your under the bus tendencies. This is not under the bus. We're not naming names. We're not naming and shaming. We're bringing up a very relevant topic that I'm sure a lot of our listeners will um will will relate to, particularly mm. when we talk about the uh, guests that we've listened to. And happy birthday to 100 Not Out legend Dexter Kruger, yes. who recently turned 107 in January of this year. Um. Dexter smashed all of your beliefs and all of mine around nutrition, as a number of our guests have did. I'm sure he had wonderful teeth, and he's 107, and he had a, we would call it a terrible diet, and he, and he had all of his teeth. Tell the story of a few people that you know in the world that may not kind of have the same level of dental health as you and Dexter Kruger. Well, let's go back a couple of steps, Marcus Pierce. Let's. Um, 
you know, there's been this big uh, push to eat things that are, I suppose, more whole foody. And so people are eating um, all kinds of raw desserts and mm. raw treats and all that sort of stuff in the... Like raw dates, raw honey? Raw dates, raw honey, with an expectation that because it's um, natural, um, it's healthier, right? Which I suppose, you know, kind of makes sense, I suppose. And um, and so what... what we're noticing people doing is is making more things from home, which is great. You know, if you look at Changing Habits, Changing Lives, Cindy's original book that she first wrote many, many years ago was all about, you know, making things in the home. Um, and as a result of making things in the home, then, it, you know, you kind of knew what was in what you were eating as opposed to being totally unaware of what you were eating, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. So people in the kitchen. People doing it. Now, there's been trends in food, as you and I have been speaking about over a number of years, um, where people... Uh, tended to go very um, raw or paleo or vegan or whatever and as a result that's meant that there's been an increase in the consumption of things like dates and honey um, people who have quit sugar sugar have actually gone for um, other products such as rice malt syrup or whatever else but let's be clear here a retail laced products <laughs> some people have gone to a retail laced products that's right Got a whole separate podcast on that demo oh Never look at your kombucha the same way. I'll tell you that. Oh, that's the headline for another really? podcast. Yep, I'll what tell you, you about that. What do you know that I You will know? be riled. No, I'll tell you. I'll read the ingredients later on in a different episode. You will be riled. Oh, but we... it's a separate topic. Oh, no, I'm not doing it now. It's a whole new episode. Oh, let's do that next one because I, I don't know if I can hang on. So I uh, anyway, so I, I went to a party. I went to a, a deaf fundraiser the other day for my cousin's son who's uh, he's in the Deaf Olympics. He's one of the fastest under 15 swimmers in Australia. He's actually ranked, awesome. ranked number two. He's deaf. Um, he has to watch the visual cue. Can't see the visual cue. So he's got to watch the light uh, from the other end of the pool. It has to flash before he realizes you have to jump in. So he, it's, he's, he's always starting a little bit behind everybody, but he finishes way in front of everybody. So I think it's really amazing. Anyway, went to this thing and I was chatting with a dentist there. And, um, and this kind of comes back to trends in our food and trends in our um, awareness and all that sort of thing. And, you know, we're aware of um, dental hygiene. So we, we all know that we need to brush our teeth. Um, and we all know that there's, you know, certain things that we need to do to maintain hygiene of our oral ca- cavity. Um, and some people do do oil pulling, which I think is a really great thing to do. Dental flossing. Dental flossing. Absolutely. Some people will use um, toothpaste that have bicarb soda in it. Some people use toothpaste that might have um, fluoride in it. Uh, some people might use um, toothpaste with antibiotics in it, you know, believe it or not, you know. The, antibiotics? Well, yeah, all um, <laughs> all McLean's and Colgate and all those sorts of toothpaste contain a um, an antibacterial agent in there that uh, keep the bacteria at bay for up to 12 or 24 hours. You know how it's got that little clock on there that says, you know, protection yeah. for 12 to 24 hours? That's because there's an antibiotic in there that lasts that long. <laughs> Didn't know that, did you? So, Gee whiz. Mm, interesting, hey. So, you know, whatever, regardless of what your choice is there, um, there's got to be some kind of um, awareness of what you're doing and what you're putting into your body. So I was speaking to a dentist the other day and she said, oh, I've got a story for you. I said, what is it? And she said, well, I, uh, I am aware of a person who came into um, a practice in dentistry and they uh, they brought their child in, and this person the person was also coming in to get checked, and and the parent of this particular child 
um, required a great number of fillings. Let's just put a number on it. Five. It was 12. No, no you said it was 12. The, 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 pa- the parent. Oh, right. Okay. okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's all that attention to detail, Marcus Pierce. So the parent, oh, okay. um, the parent uh, had to get five fillings. Now, the child also needed the mouth inspection um, and required 12 fillings. The child was six years old. Now, upon questioning... The, uh, the child, poor child, only has 14 teeth. <laughs> 14 teeth needed 12 fillings. Now, could it be that dentistry is overfilling the teeth? Maybe. You could look at it like that. Could it be that this child has been having sweet treats um, that are probably more natural um, and then not brushing teeth effectively? And that's possible. Um, upon questioning, the, the parent actually said, look, we don't use fluoride. Uh, fluoride makes your bones brittle. Um, it's a neurotoxin. It does all these bad things. And look, all of that I understand and all of that I get. Um, but then the parent said that we brush our teeth with coconut oil. Brush your teeth with coconut oil. And you went, sigh. I went, oh. I said, these will be my people. I said to the dentist. I said, these will be the people that listen to my sort of podcast. Um, these are the people that come along to my wellness summits because you know they've heard that someone said that you should brush your teeth with coconut oil or that coconut oil pulling is good for your oral hygiene and so all of a sudden now all you've got to do is just flick the bacteria out of the cavities or out of the crevices of your teeth and um, your mouth will be all nice and clean because you use coconut oil because someone else also said that it's antibacterial antimicrobial antifungal and you believed them and Anyway, so this poor little boy now needs 12 fillings out of 14 teeth. And, uh, and the mum, oops, the parent, needs um, five fillings. And you've got to ask the question, is what you're doing working for you? This person that you and I know, Marcus Pierce, uh, that uh, followed a wellness journey and it wasn't working for this particular person, cracked it that it wasn't working for this particular person and said that... Um, the condition was made worse by following a particular type of lifestyle that she thought that we endorsed. Now, it's not that we endorse that particular lifestyle, but as a result of asking questions, you have to ask yourself the question, is what you're doing working for you? And mm-hmm. and, and I think that you, you, you can be easily waylaid by um, people on stage and saying, you know, this is good, this is bad, do this, do it my way. Um, buy this or buy that, and um, and and you you can easily fall into the into the trap of of believing what somebody says and not necessarily asking questions as to whether or not it's working. And I know this to be true for people that are undertaking certain um, gut healing protocol programs um, that you can buy. They're endorsed by so many famous people, but that that just don't work. They might work for some people, but they don't work for everybody. And just because it does work for some people doesn't mean it should work for everybody. Um, everybody's unique. So uh, it, it does concern me that many people are just jumping on bandwagons because it seemed to be the next best thing. So you've got to ask yourself questions. I suppose that's what I wanted to bring up, mate. So you've opened up a whole can of worms there, Damo. There's so many wonderful cans of worms, which I love. <laughs> I do um, that. I do do that. There's a, there's a few. There's a few here. The first one, which sticks in my mind, which is so important, is that just because someone says something on stage, whether it's you or me or Cindy or Kim or Brett or Lawrence or whoever it is, doesn't mean that it, it's for everyone. And I would like to think that us as speakers 
um, most of the time, if not all of the time, uh, pretty keen on telling people that what works for someone doesn't work for everyone or what, what doesn't work for someone else. And and whether that's in diet, whether that's in the work we do, whether that's whether we're employees or employers, like I think that's that's absolutely pivotal, um, particularly when it comes to something like this, suffering the consequences of choices from a dental hygiene perspective. I mean, it's just brutally clear. The other thing is that... Um, as as parent, the other thing is, as as you said, a lot of these people are are our listeners, um, mm. and I don't, and I think it's really important to say that we're saying this in the in the um, in the most respectful possible way. Like I'll put my own hand up here and say, you know, I was vegan for however many years, six or seven years, and after the gym, it used to be having a protein shake, but then after after you know, then we went vegan, and so instead of a protein shake or or some protein or something. Um, I would I would have like probably ten dates after a gym workout. Now, if you think about it, it's just ridiculous. And that'd be three or four days. days a week. Yeah, wow. it would be a packet of dates. This was in Ireland. I just have such fond memories. Yeah, we'd be driving our little our little um car, Efa, we called her, mm-hmm. back to the back to the cottage, and it was twenty minutes from the gym what, back what, to the was cottage. Was it Efa Escort or Efa? No, it was Efa. It was um uh, oh, it was a Fiat. It was a Fiat. Oh. It was a little red Fiat. Oh my gosh, mate! Eva. I've got oh, yeah. <laughs> it was little Eva the Fiat, the most Irish name that we could pronounce. Yeah. And um and I would French. sit there and eat ten dates. Wow! On the way home, at least ten dates. Wow! Maybe even more. Yeah. And think of the toxic overload, like toxic. When I say like when I say toxic, I mean like too much. Too much. You know, like yeah, just yeah. just toxic. Too yeah. much. Um, too much sugar. Mm-hmm. Too much. Too much load for the poor little teeth to handle. Um, and and you're right. The world's gone nuts in terms of paleo desserts, coconut oil, honey, and dates, as Sam Garen likes to tell us, has just gone ridiculously. It's so cliche in a dessert now to have coconut oil, honey, and dates feature. Um, yeah. You know, every raw dessert, every paleo dessert has it, and no one's thinking about the consequences until they rock up to the dentist and then go, but I do everything right. <laughs> I know. I know. So this is a little wake-up call. And look, maybe the person who did this um, – coconut oil you know toothbrushing thing is listening um, it's not a judgment call the thing is that we've got what we've yes, got you're a, not a bad person for doing it that's no, the biggest thing absolutely that's exactly what, so good on you for trying something different but now the question is is what you're doing working for you that's a really important thing to, to once you find out that something's gone awry you need to then go okay so what is it that um isn't working for me did i get that wrong I, I don't. I've never recommended that people brush their teeth with coconut oil, um, and and I don't know if I've got a recommendation around brushing teeth, primarily because I'm not a dentist. But I, uh, it's, it's not smart my, it's, call. That's a very smart call. Not my field of expertise, <laughs> right? It's kind of not where I bat. So but that's where people have gone nuts. You see blogs all over the world going, I I brush my toothpaste with this. Do this. Buy this toothpaste product. Buy this activated charcoal oil. Pull with this. Use sesame oil or coconut oil. Use this type of t- toothpaste. It has fluoride. It doesn't. It's got clove oil. It's got this. It's got that. It's like far out, man. Like yeah. like you just said, if you're not a dentist, why is everyone making all these recommendations? Well, I think everyone thinks that they can do it better, and so I think that this is great. I mean, this is the whole world of the entrepreneurial. Um, mindset is that people see an opportunity to create something it just so happens that at the moment in particular in the space that you and i play in it's, it's very much to do with um, with health and well-being and to some extent longevity so people are looking for gaps in the marketplace that they feel could be 
done better. You know, so whether it be a, a cream or a moisturizer made from some paleo products or whether it be a dessert made from some paleo products or whether it be something else that's made from products that are relatively, um, you know, would seem to be good for you, that, that now, oh. it's, now it's a different version. Do you know I've got I mean? a new podcast for us, Damo. Oh, okay. It's Wellness Product Watch with Damo and MP. Oh, wouldn't that be great? And every week we could feature a product and we have no association to it mm. and we can make our own insights as to whether that product is fact or fiction. A myth, we could like be like a myth, a myth busters Bust. kind of thing. Ooh. We could get the latest activated charcoal toothpaste and we could <laughs> see if our teeth really do go whiter. Well or not. Well or we, not. We could have the latest digestive tummy tea mm. and see if it helps with our tummy. Mm. We could have the latest <laughs> skin moisturizer. <laughs> I can definitely apply it to your cheekbones. <laughs> Darby would think that you would. Darby, yeah, would, yeah he, he would. would think he would think that. And and we could we could really help the world get clear. We could. I like it. This is really. It's just fascinating. Well, maybe we might do that. That could be. Seriously, every second podcast, you and I are banging on about a product, which is maybe not, you know, all that legit. Mm. So I have a question for you now. Okay. The question now is: So what is legit? I'm not saying as a as a non dentist, what should people be doing with their dental hygiene, but in terms of knowing fact from fiction, are there any filters you use as a consumer to go well that's just a you know get rich quick scheme for health and wellness yeah um or that's a genuinely you know good product what what allows you to filter through all of that i'm always quick to look at what people are promoting like i always you know i look really quickly to find out what it is that they're promoting i i don't know where i I can't work out where anybody would have said use coconut oil to brush your teeth with i think that's like that's a leap you know if you do oil pulling then you know blah blah blah, then maybe we can use coconut oil i think maybe that's a bit of a jump I, i can't think of anyone that i know of that might have suggested that so I think it's important to be careful with the leaps that you do make with the information that you do get. That's, that's mm. I suppose, rule number one. Secondly... How big a leap are you taking? Are you going from McLean's to coconut oil? Is that kind of where you're heading? Yeah, but well, you could just go to Red Seal, for example, which is... Yeah. A, I found that in your toiletries bag you know, before. So you, it could be that. You've been looking through my bags. I know, I know. Well, I think it was not. Right, last, I that been, you know when it was? It was. Uh, it was in Ikaria. I didn't have any toothpaste. I was like, oh, what am I going to use? I think I, use oh, I didn't have any shaving cream either. Yeah, so I was stealing your toothpaste. You were stealing I was stealing your shaving cream. <laughs> there you go. So oh. there you go. That's called love. Good work. But um, you know, so it doesn't have to be as big a leap as what you can make it. You could actually make a paste, you know, and that's got bicarb soda. It's got it's got these things in it for a reason. It's not necessarily just because but clove oil for example which is incredibly antibacterial would be a wise thing to rinse through your mouth if you go to kill off some bacteria there is a reason why um dental hygiene works is because you, you knock off the bacteria that would be causing cavities in the teeth you don't have to swallow it you don't have to take all of that down into the intestines and you know of course you've got hydrochloric acid that's going to neutralize most of that antibiotic anyway once it gets into your tummy but uh you, you've got to be mindful that if you're not knocking off the bacteria in your in around your mouth in your oral cavity then you run the risk of halitosis 
Yeah, helitosis. What's, helito- what's halitosis? Yeah, it's an invented word, and it was in- halitosis was invented by the company Listerine, um, and they it, it basically means bad breath, but it's become a medical term uh, for bad breath. But Listerine, which is a company, um, invented that word. Wow, isn't that fascinating? Anyway, that is so fascinating. you know, bad breath, uh, t- cavities, you know, infections in the mouth, gingivitis, all these sorts of things can happen as a result of bacterial overgrowth in the mouth. Okay, um, so. Sorry, go on. As well as heart disease. Did you know? What? Yes. What? This is this is it. So, um, bleeding gums is a, a, a really um, key indicator, an early indicator of cardiovascular disease. And so, um, it's an important thing to be aware of that your gums shouldn't bleed. Like it's a, it's important. Now, listen up. This is so good. I love the whispers our body gives us. It's not screaming at us yet, but it's a wonderfully wise whisper. Now, I heard this probably ten years ago, um, and it was in and around an understanding of the importance of the role of things like coenzyme Q10. Um, and I was told that you know where there's bleeding gums, it can signal early heart disease issues. And so you've got to you know be aware of that. Now, you might find that children have, have uh, bleeding gums. That could be the strength of their tooth bar, uh, brush or it could be the you know how they're doing it. But checking around their gums and if they're red and inflamed, then you know the, there's some stuff going on. That's usually... With some cardiovascular things. challenges, right? Well, maybe not cardiovascular at that age, but definitely um, challenges from a bacterial perspective for sure. So with the whole bacterial perspective, as a naturopath, you know, you've been speaking about things like clove oil and the rest, which you do see in a lot of toothpastes um, and the rest. If, if we're saying, all right, you know, it's just got to be cautious that coconut oil is not the be-all and end-all when it comes to antibacterial, antifungal, antimicrobial, all these other things. As a naturopath, do you suggest um, people look at, I suppose, the more, you know, the herbal elements um, rather than, say, a, um, what do I call it, a traditional uh, medical um, anti bacterial agent which is in say a mclean's do you suggest people uh what you're saying is they still need the antibacterial agents but they can source it from a, a natural a source like like clove oil or or something else is that essentially what you're saying yeah i think i suppose what i'm saying is that there's uh strategies behind the manufacture of a particular paste for example so we're talking yeah. about let's say mclean's or colgate or I don't know who else, Oral B, they all make these, you know, toothpaste that have antibacterial agents in them. Um, they contain fluoride. They don't tend to contain sugar. There's a number of different reasons for that. So they go, well, there's bacteria in there, so let's try and kill off the bacteria. They, they will say that the teeth need strengthening and fluoride in- increases the toughness of the outside of the teeth, not necessarily the strength of the inside of the teeth. Um, and then they will say uh, sugar makes all this bad. It feeds the bacteria that we're trying to kill off, so let's not put sugar in there. Um, and things like um, xylitol actually help to break down biofilm, which bacteria can create that live on the gums and so on and so forth, right? So um, they'll, they'll sweeten their um, toothpaste with xylitol. Uh, they'll use an antibiotic and they'll put fluoride in there. They're the strategies that they're using. So if you're using, um, say, coconut oil to clean your teeth, what's the strategy around bacteria removal? What's the strategy around biofilm breakdown? What's the strategy around toughening the teeth? Like, are we, are we doing anything there that actually fills that gap? Because mm-hmm. what we've been able to achieve through brushing the teeth and through using these different pastes is less dental caries, better oral hygiene, less teeth pulling, teeth all the way into old age. And, um, and, and I think that's important. You do need your teeth when you're in old age. Oh, wise words. That has been fascinating, Damo. That has been such – I've learned so much. Halitosis. 
bleeding gums. <laughs> oh, dear. Antibiotics in toothpaste. Mm. Oh, this has been a corker. Thank you so much for your wisdom as always. And uh, I can't wait to uh, do the next episode of 100 and Out with you. I'm about to blow your mind. Oh, can't wait. Kombucha, here we come. Yep. Here we go. You will never look at it the same again. We would love you to connect with us, guys, as we love connecting with you. You can connect at thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 not out. Also, check out Damo's website. Christoph.com and uh, myself, MarcusPierce.com.au. We're both on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the rest of it. We are past 200 episodes, so check out the entire catalog of not only 100 Not Out, but the, the 1,000 plus episodes at thewellnesscouch.com. You can view you can view the entire range of over 20 different shows, including the Wellness Guys. Until next week, thank you for your support and continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.